Street Politic and Podcast. If you take the bitch, your niggas need to understand the words. Street Politic Podcast. Taking the mess from your haters, so your haters. Hey, Clay. Hold on, Trey. I don't know who the fuck the nigga think he is. I went to school with him. His name Mark. You already know I'm fucking with that street politic and podcast all day. Game has changed, and maybe you can understand why I chose the name to take her. The rest of y'all think you're killing the game, but to be honest, you're killing all your shit. Yeah, we call that nigga Jello. I ain't calling himself Trey. Trey Craig, some shit. Whatever it is, I know that nigga straight street politic and podcast. I'm getting so cold. I ain't wait this hard since I was 18. Street politic and podcast. Popping world, it is Wednesday. You already know what that means. Street Politic and Podcast is coming at you with another one in my DJ Cali voice. Yo, this show today is special. This is the first episode based on high demand. You ask and you shall receive. I'm most definitely trying to give y'all what y'all want. And I can't believe y'all want me, of all people, to break down the relationship and toxic relationship and situational relationships and friends with benefits relationships and dips and side niggas and side bitches relationships. Oh, Y'all want motherfucking words from the master, huh? Well, again, you ask, and you shall receive. Definitely going to give y'all what y'all ask for. I most definitely appreciate everybody taking their time out to kick it with me. I see these episode numbers are going up. Like, literally, going up. And it's a good feeling. I am very humble. I am very surprised, too, at the same time. I mean, don't get it twisted. I know I'm somebody, but God damn. Y'all making me feel like a celebrity fucking with me. And I know my content probably ain't for everybody. I'm fine with that. That's cool. But at the same time, everybody must be at least giving it a chance. And from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you taking time out to even give my shit a chance. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's love, for real. So, thank you, first and foremost. And you already know how we do. Before I jump into the topic, got to give y'all a little bit of what's going on. So, as we all know, NBA playoffs are set to start Saturday and Sunday. We already had our first play-in game last night. The Hawks. Did exactly what I said they were going to do. They put that weak-ass Miami Heat team out their misery. 
Jeez. And surprisingly, it's not really surprisingly, because I think we all had it in our minds that the Lakers was going to pull it off. But Minnesota was in the game, and they was missing a lot of people, man. So with that being said, I really don't know about L.A.'s chances, man. They were struggling with Minnesota, and they stars weren't even on the floor. Already gives you a heads up on how that shit finna go. So you Laker Nation fans, don't come at my neck. I'm just telling the truth. You watch basketball like I watch basketball. And you want your teams to be hot going in. The Lakers, I don't know, man. It look like they on they on their way to a first round exit. But we're gonna see. It's the NBA, man. You know anything is possible. But they did clinch that seven seed. They will face off against Memphis. And you know John Moran is finna go in on their ass. I don't know. I mean, hey, we're gonna see. D'Angelo Russell, let's see how good that defense is, cause that boy finna be flying around your ass. Don't get dunked on. And surprisingly enough. This is the first time in NBA playoff history that all four NBA teams in California have made the playoffs. I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors, the L.A. Lakers, the L.A. Clippers, and the Sacramento Kings. All four of the California teams made it. And I'm not going to lie, the Kings look dangerous, yo. They look fucking hungry. They really look hungry. Clippers, uh, same shit every year. Lakers, uh... Golden State, that's probably the scariest team out of Cali. It's like Golden State, Sacramento, Lakers, Clippers. If I had to put them in order. But Golden State definitely looks like the strongest out of this four. I got a feeling they might pull it off. Out of all of them, they have the best chance to actually advancing and doing something in the playoffs, like making some kind of noise. But I think Sacramento right there with them, man. Them dudes look beasty. We have another play-in game tonight. Toronto Raptors against the Chicago Bulls. And this one right here is my upset. I think the Bulls are going to shock the fuck out of us and the Raptors. I don't know, man. Can't go against DeMar DeRozan, man. You just can't. And I love Patrick Beverly's defense. They got some shooters over there, though. For the Raptors, we're going to see. Again, this is the NBA playoffs. Anything can happen. The impossible does happen. So, we'll see. But it's definitely looking like a good game, especially tonight. And I got the Bulls pulling it off. Trust me. I'm not pulling for the Bulls to do shit. But they will beat the Raptors tonight. I have a strong feeling. That was my pick days ago. That's what I'm sticking with. Now, it's just been announced by the Rave. T-Pain. It's coming back with Wisconsin Fest. June 10th. He got plenty little slots here, man, for special guests, but the only one he's named so far is Chance the Rapper. That's June 10th at the Rave. I went last year. The fucking show was amazing. Big ups to G. But the show was fucking uh. Mason, I literally enjoyed that motherfucker. I'm talking about they was going in. Shit. They had the whole place lit, man. T-Pain shut it the fuck down. 
as you know, as he should. He's the headliner. But I made all his guests, everybody he had, Lil John, uh, Young Blue. Uh, he, he man, I don't even remember all the motherfuckers, man. But I know I enjoyed my motherfucking self. I know my voice was gone when I left that motherfucker. I know I was higher than giraffe pussy. I was blowing it down in the motherfucking rain. I'm talking about blowing it the fuck down. No bullshit. Had a good time. Had good laughs. I was fly, as always. And built a good memory. I got those pictures. They definitely, man, I got the videos and all that shit. That shit was definitely a good time, man. So, definitely check out that T-Pain Wisconsin Fest. This year, it's not just called Wisconsin Fest. It's called Escape from Wisconsin Fest. So, I don't know what kind of twists and crazy shit he gonna add to it, man. But last year's show at the Rave was definitely a banger. And that alone makes me want to spend my money and go back. I don't even need to know the rest of the lineup. That's how dope the shit was. All right, moving on. Now, it's a video circulating from a guy who was at a Boston Celtics game. I believe this was yesterday or the day before. And this dude has, like, second row seats. Like, he's sitting by directly behind the team. Not the Celtics, whoever the fuck they was playing. But this man literally like got people's attention, was waving them down. Hey, hey, everybody look at me, look at me. And told his girlfriend to stand up. He got on one knee. He pulled the ring out. He asked her, would you marry me? In the front of the whole arena. Shorty put her hand over her mouth, laughed, and said no. And she said no three times. ESPN bogus as hell for even sitting there circulating this shit. That's embarrassing, man. I think somebody need to, and he light-skinned, so somebody really need to go check on him. Like, no bullshit. But in the meantime and between time, It's not funny, but damn, bro. Why, why she doing like, bro? What the fuck is going on, bro? That shit crazy. That man literally got on one knee in front of the world, and she clowned his ass and told him no. Like, do we gotta like prepare? Do we gotta like ask questions nowadays? Like, hey, would you marry me for real? For real? Like, no, no. Like all bullshit aside, like no games. Like for real, would you? Like, you were married. Like, are you sure? Cause. I, man, I probably throw my fat ass off a bridge, bro. Like, damn, you just said no in front of like 18,000 people. And ESPN circling the shit online. So, fuck the thousand that was in attendance. Who about the millions who got the damn app? Or the Twitter. Or follow on Facebook. Or on Instagram. Like, it's everywhere, bro. That shit is fucking embarrassing. And that's one thing I want to know, fellas. If you actually built the courage up to pop the question, save the money, got the nice ring. We ain't talking about the little cheap shit, little, you know, little fake shit. We talking about some a ring it took months layaway. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you had to suffer a little bit. You couldn't get them J's. And, you know what I mean? You probably had to go a week or two without a haircut. You know what I'm saying? You had to... 
you know, niggas going out to the club. You couldn't get you no fresh fit, man. You had to go ahead and watch that, you know, the banger you got in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to really make sacrifices to make this happen. And you put in the time and the idea to try to make it special. And you build up the courage to do this in front of this many people. And where they're sitting at, those tickets aren't cheap. They most definitely aren't cheap. So you pay money, big money, to be that close to the court. And in front of all these people, Shoddy just tell you, no. What do you do after that? Like, how, what is that ride home like? Do y'all even ride home together? Do you tell this bitch go get an Uber? Do you just leave her at the arena and you go? Like, how does that work? I don't even see a relationship after that. Like, I see a lot of people say once the police is called, isn't is the relationship over? And a lot of people agree, yes. So if that's the case, once you propose and you get told no, is it over? Is it done? Is it just not the right time? Should you readjust yourself and come back better? Like, how do you move after that? To be completely honest, I have no clue. I'm out right now. I'm thinking about it. I'm clueless. I'm lost. I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would handle that. You know, you want to be an adult. You, you know, you want to make sure you don't act the ass or do nothing drastic to your partner or yourself. But how do you actually navigate anything after that? How, like, the relationship in my eyes would go downhill from that point. Because now this man has this on his mind. Like, this woman don't even want to be with me long term. Like, this is just situational. And we're going to get into that later. Situationals, you know. Because this seems like a lot of y'all are stuck in situationals. But we're going to talk, man. I'm not going to do too much right now. This ain't the time. When the time is right, I'm letting them motherfucking guns go. But this ain't the time. Not just yet, anyway. But trust and believe, we're going to get to it. Now, for those of you who subscribe to my YouTube page, I am uploading these podcasts to the YouTube page. For now. You know, I just got the page sitting there. Why not do something with it? So I started uploading my podcast, um, converting my audio into MP4s, and uploading them on YouTube. You know, a lot of people claim they can't find my podcast on all these platforms, which I find actually impossible. I mean, like I said, there's no way you can't run into my podcast, especially if you're typing it in. It's there. I don't give a damn where you look. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, um, Apple Podcast. I'm everywhere. So for those who can't find it, YouTube is definitely an option. Street Politic and Podcast. I'm going to try to upload every single podcast I do. Um, that's just for the time being. But my YouTube will be used mainly for live streaming my podcast. Um, these are me actually recording the podcast, editing the podcast, and uploading them. I want to basically do the live streaming live. And I want to have my special guest, whoever I choose to feature on the podcast, you know, for that show, to actually visually introduce themselves and their business or introduce 
who they are, and we do it all visual, you know, where you can actually see the person that you're talking to. You can actually understand who you're dealing with. Let them themselves represent themselves. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, I don't want to represent somebody else's business. Not saying that I have a problem with it, but I mean, if you're right there, why not you do it yourself? You're going to do it way better than me. You know the ins and outs of your business better than me, so let you speak for yourself. You know, here at Street Politics Podcast, I told y'all, I'm always going to try to do a big one for a local brother or sister who is actually trying to do the same thing I'm doing, and that's take off. We need to have each other's back, especially in this city, man. That's something that seems like is lost amongst us. And there's no hate, man. Everybody got podcasts and clothing lines, and I try my best to support in any way, even if that's just sharing a post or, you know, word of mouth or letting somebody know. You know, uh, custom T-shirts and uh, uh, eyelashes and wigs and hair. Listen, everybody's doing their thing. And I have no problem promoting anybody, bro. Like, it's all about growth, man. And I'm trying to be here for my people, especially here in, Ch in Milwaukee. My people in Chicago, same thing. You got a business you want to promote? You know, we're definitely going to sit there and link up, man. I have no problem promoting you on my podcast. And, you know, right now, it's just love. I'm trying to build like y'all. Now, don't get it twisted. Once you know... You know, once my foundation is laid and I start putting some bricks on this thing and we start skyscraping, yeah, I'm you know, we definitely want to talk about compensation, you know. But right now, it's all about growth, man. I know I want to grow. I want to help my people grow. So it's all love right now, man. So definitely keep in tune with me. Street Politic and Podcast on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. I'm out here, yo. I'm doing nothing but promoting this. This is my focus. This is my baby. I'm putting all my time and energy into this. So fuck with me the long way, man. We definitely going to get to it. And we're going to try to, you know, support as many motherfuckers as possible. You fuck with me, I fuck with you. Y'all know how I go street shit, street politics and shit. You dig me? <laughs> all right, yo. Yeah, man. So now, are y'all ready to get to the topic? today we're talking about love man what is love what is love do you know do you honestly know what the fuck love is because if you don't know it's impossible for you to love someone do you know the difference between loving and being in love and these ain't funny questions. These are real questions. Because there's levels to this shit. And each level has a different level of responsibility. Not just for you. But for how you carry yourself. How you treat. How you receive. It's all levels, man. And it's not easy. And it has to be some kind of way that both parties understand exactly what they're involved in. Or else it's not going to work. And that's when we get to the big T. Y'all know what the big T is. Motherfucking toxic! A lot of you motherfuckers is living day in and day out in a toxic situation. Know about it, but continue to stay. 
and be so quick to tell yourself, oh no, he do him, I do me. But at the end of the night, we meet up and we come back home. And you want to say everything is all good? Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No boys. And trust me, I know it's cat. Big cat. You can't help but express yourself to the world. You can't help but let the world know your feelings is hurt. Or you feel like your feelings or your time is being dragged through the mud. And we all know what the fuck comes from that. Emotional damage. And we all know, man, that shit leads to you acting out. You stop being you. You honestly start expressing a side of you that's so hurt that you need somebody to try to validate you in any kind of way. Hold your head up, beautiful. You got this. You on a straight path. You're a queen. Fix your crown. It's tilted. Fix that crown, queen. Shut the fuck up. That motherfucker is done, folks. Like, for real. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. No, like, for real, though. The same motherfuckers who be sitting there bigging y'all up be the same motherfuckers who be laughing behind your goofy ass behind your back. Like, literally cracking the fuck up. Having a little sister circle. Yeah, dumb this bitch, son. That bitch, who? Man, they be talking about you. Stop reaching out to these motherfuckers for validation because they the ones that's laughing at you the most. They ain't gonna do it to your face, of course. But trust me, behind closed doors with other motherfuckers who know you or know of you, Oh, they finna have a conversation, a blunt, sip some wine, and laugh at your ass. Stop being in them toxic-ass situations that you choose to be in and then want to tell the world about your pain and suffering like a motherfucker finna come put their cape on and save you. Ain't no bad signal in the sky, bitch. You chose that dick. You rolled that dick. Now ride that dick till the motherfucking balls fall off. Ain't nobody finna come save your motherfucking ass. You chose that motherfucking ride. Fuck out of here. When that nigga was dicking you down and licking you clean, everything was all good. But as soon as his bipolar and nar narcissistic ways kicked in, now you need somebody to save you. Nah, fuck that. You chose that motherfucking dick. You ride that shit till the balls fall off, baby. And we all just gonna sit here and pretend to give a fuck. But don't nobody give a fuck but you. Shit, he don't even give a fuck if he involved. Better open your motherfucking eyes, stop being goofy. But that's not the only situation where a motherfucker being goofy. We gotta talk about situational ships. Them motherfuckers is funny. Now, for all the goofies who act like they don't know what the fuck a situational ship is, nine times out of ten, one or both parties are in a relationship with somebody else. And they do them occasionally when they meet up. That shit can be toxic as a motherfucker too. I don't know why the fuck people think sex don't equal the feelings. It does. Sex most definitely equals feelings. Somebody is not going to be letting you beat their motherfucking coochie in and not be feel some way connected to you. 
or not feel some way bonded to you. Sex is a body language, man. People don't understand that. You are swapping energy. Your souls are actually connected when you when you have sex. So as much as a motherfucker just want to make it seem like a quick little thing or, you know, every blue moon thing, your feelings is actually getting involved, man. And unfortunately, eight times out of ten, it's the female that get hurt. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, man, I got to go on us, fellas. Because you motherfuckers be emotionally sensitive, too. Oh, don't let her come throw that poon poon on you, boy. Don't let her come put her mouth on you, boy. I'm talking about got the shit dripping from the balls, nigga. Your motherfucking ass goes crazy. Now you want to pull your gun out when you argue and the bitch grab her keys saying she going to fuck home. You ain't going no motherfucking way. You want to lock in your house, kidnap her, take her car keys. If she do fuck around and escape and get home, you want to bust out windows and threaten motherfuckers who in the house, all type of crazy shit, bro. You niggas be letting the poom poom dry y'all crazy too. Y'all know we don't own these pussies, right? These women decides who they gonna fuck with. They rent their time and body to us. We don't own them. We gotta stop having that mindset, man. That's not your bitch. That bitch is her own bitch. She controls her. That coochie stay with her 24-7, 365. If she wanna slang, dang, sell... Frisbee, throw out, freebie, whatever. That's her pussy. You can't, you can't, man, you don't own that. You can't control her. But as soon as she gives a little bit of attention away and you notice it, oh, you motherfuckers go crazy. I'm going to kill this bitch. I'm going to make him lose a job. I'm going to slash the tires, bust the windows. I'm going to go to the house and bust the house windows. I'm going to cut off the motherfucking... Man, y'all niggas be going fucking crazy, bro. Over some coochie you don't own. Stop. Get that shit out your mind, bro. Just because she's fucking you don't mean that you own her. Be blessed that she's blessing you with her glory, nigga. But stop thinking just because a motherfucker let you bust another two on her, in her, on her face, whatever the fuck y'all do, that you own her. She having fun for the moment. Just as you. But y'all motherfuckers get so emotionally tied to this shit, bro. And it's sad because y'all act out when the shit don't go y'all way. Y'all act out in the extreme type of way. And it don't even be called for. But. That's the thing. Body language has different languages. I'm going to say that again. Body language has different languages. But certain language in the conversation is universal. We definitely understand. But it seems like you niggas don't get the mental, the emotional aftermath. Same thing like a lot of you females. Y'all got to stop thinking because you get a nigga to poom poom, that's your nigga. Now he owes you commitment. Now he owes you time. Now he owes you dates. He owes you shit. Did you make that a stimulation before you gave it the poom poom? No, you wanted your back beat in. The nigga looked like he had a big dick, so you wanted to go ahead and let him put that motherfucker in your stomach. And now, after he put the motherfucker in your stomach, don't call your ass for a week. Now you feel played. 
Well, what the fuck? Why? Well, I mean, what, what the fuck you thought was going to happen? Oh, you thought you had that motherfucking divine. Oh, you thought you had that top shelf. You thought you was going to change a nigga in life. You thought a nigga was going to switch gods because of your pussy. Oh, no, B. Oh, no. Oh, no, baby. You fucked up. You can't go on the game thinking like that. See, when you motherfuckers play the game, you got to know the game, man. And I mean that on so many levels. I know everybody with an intellectual mind who knows how to dig deep and read between lines know exactly what that means. When you play the game, you got to know the game you're playing. You have to know it. You can't just keep telling yourself hot girl summer because the seasons change. Keep that in mind. What's it going to be? Hot girl winter? Hot girl fall? Hot girl spring? No, at some point in time, you got to cool that motherfucker off. But you can't keep giving your time and attention to a motherfucker who's trying to just fuck Motherfucker just want to fuck you? Be smart about that shit. Put some motherfucking value on your pussy, baby. Same thing with you men. Bro, just because we got a pole, bro, don't mean we got to stick that shit in every fucking hoe. A lot of these bitches nasty. A lot of these bitches don't give a fuck about who they fuck, and they just look at it like they having fun and living their life. But they playing the game dangerous. They fuck any and every nigga in the room. You, know, you can't do that. Do motherfuckers even ask... To see your health records anymore before they fuck bro, they just stick it in. That's it. Everybody just play Russian roulette and say fuck it. That's some real shit. You can't be chancing with your life and your health, bro, just for 20, 30 minutes of good feeling and humping and sweating and shit. Okay. Then when you get that out the way, then what? What's next? A lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. Because... Before the sex, it wasn't nothing but a lot of flirting, a lot of planning, a lot of talk about what the motherfucker would do or what a motherfucker would like to do. And then you come up with a plan for the meetup. And then it's the execution. Y'all fuck. But then afterwards, it get awkward. Because all that attention and time that nigga put in you, guess what? He left that shit in the condom or on your face or in your stomach or on your body. That come. That's everything that that motherfucking man was saying. All the little sweet nothings he was saying to your ass. All the staying on the phone with your ass an hour. All the out the blue texts and shit. What you doing, beautiful? You hungry? All that shit. That shit disappears once you get the pussy. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Y'all queens better be smarter about how y'all move out here, man. Because y'all tries to play the game. And a lot of females does this shit like they want to they, they want to move like men. A man could do it, why can't I? So you want to move like men. The only difference is y'all are emotionally tied way quicker and way deeper than we are. And even if we are, we don't show it like y'all show it. Y'all will let that shit show. You scared a nigga and shit. Like, man, this ain't my bitch. Look at this bitch. You know what I'm saying? You around this motherfucker every time you see him cheesing, you trying to make sure you fly so the nigga can see you fly and all that shit. Hey man, y'all better smarten the fuck up with y'all time. Understand y'all value out here. Motherfuckers definitely ain't appreciating. And that's facts. They not giving motherfuckers what they actually worth. They giving you what they want you to have. And for some reason, motherfuckers is accepted. Gotta smarten up, man. Well, it's going to continue being a lot of broken hearts out here, yo. We all got to make sure we protect the one thing that we carry with us, whether we with a person or not. And that's our heart, yo. Can't walk around with a bruised up and beat up ass heart. 
Because you're going to forever put yourself in a position where, A, you're right back in that field and you ain't give yourself time to heal. And now if something goes wrong, now you're completely broken. And you don't know how to carry yourself. We have to do better for ourselves, bro. We have to really sit there and think about who we are and think about how we want to live our lives and think about how we want to represent ourselves. And we got to move accordingly. Stop letting your emotions and your attractions really make your ass do actions. You can be attracted to a person, okay? Make that level one. Now you can give them some attention. You ain't got to, oh, that nigga fine. I'm fucking him. Damn, that bitch thick. I'm fucking her. God damn. Don't y'all know that's a soul transfer? Don't y'all know that's energy transfer? You let somebody in in your life like that and fuck with your energy, bro, it will really fuck with your life in a negative way. But you allowed it in. It's like allowing a demon into your... A demon can't just fuck possess you. You have to allow a demon. You have to accept a demon's request to possess you. And a lot of you motherfuckers say yes without reading the contract. But you so quick to cry to any and everybody who's willing to listen. And they can't advise you. Because no matter what they say to you, you still going to do what the fuck you want to do anyway. You can sit there with your head on a motherfucker's shoulder and cry for two days. When that nigga call you and say he ready, you're going to tell that motherfucker whoever shoulder is on, hey, you know what, you know, uh, we're we going to work it out. And the motherfucker looking at you like, well, damn, this was a bitch nigga for two days. Now y'all going to work it out. Now your mouth right, right around that dick, and it's right like you motherfuckers never had no beef. He's sticking his dick in you raw. Ain't no questions asked. None of that shit. Man, y'all motherfuckers better stop playing Russian roulette out here, man. There's too many careless motherfuckers in the game. And they don't give a fuck about what they get the next motherfucker. They don't give a fuck who they hurt as long as they get theirs. Seriously. That's why a lot of y'all corrupted, man. That soul transfer is real, bro. You allow a demon in your motherfucking life, you're going to deal with hell. Oh, best believe you're going to deal with some hell. But it's you walking them that in. You, you, you allowed it. To come into your fucking world. To take over your atmosphere. To be, be a part of your day. You did that. Can't blame that person. You didn't do your homework. You didn't secure the, yourself. Everybody talking about securing the bag. Fuck the bag. The bag don't mean shit if you fucked up. Secure yourself. Secure your heart. Make sure you don't put yourself in a position where somebody can play with you. Be proactive about how you protect yourself. Both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I promise you, you won't go through the shit you go through. I'm just saying. Toxic relationships ain't for nobody. Yeah, they're fun. Especially if you're doing it with somebody you really dig. It's fun. But once them feelings get involved, shit goes sideways quick. And a lot of motherfuckers cannot handle it. All right. Stop giving your box away. Stop giving your dick away and not knowing who the fuck you really fucking with. Take time to really get to know a person inside and out. Talk to their peoples. Talk to their friends. Really dig into their history. You ain't got to sit there and really just open yourself up so easily to a stranger. Because you might as well go ahead and expect failure. You might as well expect being disappointed. Look forward to it. It's coming. Blood ourselves, man. Treat thyself like a king or queen that you want to be, that you actually claim you are. Put yourself on a pedestal and really take your time out here, yo. And I guarantee you won't run into all the shit you're going through, man. Invest in yourself. Self-love is the strongest love. 
Because without that, you can't love nobody out here properly. You will forever be tarnishing people's hearts. If you don't love yourself properly, if you don't know how to love yourself, if you don't know what love is, you're going to tarnish anybody who comes across your past, man. You're going to traumatize them. You're going to waste their time. And you're going to fuck around and corrupt them to the point where now they don't believe in love or they're not going to allow themselves to sit there and be loved by anyone because they feel like everyone they've run into is a potential you. This is real, yo. But we got to first learn to love ourselves, value ourselves, and make sure we honestly know ourselves. And that's the only way we're going to move properly. If we don't do those things, we will forever be in a loop. We will forever be going around and around and around dizzy and have no motherfucking way of getting out. Confused. Complaining. All this shit. But still going right back. Because that's all you know. We can't do that, man. We can't do that to ourselves. And it's not fair that we do that to other people. Let's do better. We have the capability. Let's do better. You feel me? But we'll get it together. Love prevails all. True love does. And if you are in love, learn how to elevate that love a little more for your lover. If you want to be in love, you got to eliminate all the bullshit that you was doing when you were single. You got to put your mind in a frame of, okay, it's not no longer just me. It's us. You can't be in a relationship with a me attitude. It has to be a us. You have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to sit there and compromise. You have to be willing to meet somebody halfway. You don't have to let go of yourself completely, but you do have to adjust. You got to make it comfortable for your mate just like you want to be comfortable. Give and take. Eye for an eye. That kind of thing. But you just got to make sure that that's exactly what you want to do. Don't leave nobody on, man. Be honest. Have a conversation. Have an understanding. Have an agreement. And go about it that way. But the toxic shit, the situational shit, the friends with benefits shit, all that shit, it leads down to a road of disappointment. And it is not in the ring of love. You can't get your feelings attached to something that's temporary, man. Because that pain will be permanent. Trust and believe. I'm just trying to school y'all with what I know, man. That's it. You know, I don't have all the answers. I ain't sway. But I'm most definitely trying to put y'all on game about things that I do have experience in. And I have experienced in my life. And I have overcame. And I've learned from my mistakes. I've never took an L as a loss. I always took an L as a lesson. And that motherfucking lesson has been learned. It's been applied, and I had to readjust for the betterment of me and my heart. Once you start looking out for those things, you would be surprised at the joy, the happiness, the contentness, the satisfaction that you bring into your life and into your heart. It's great. It's a great feeling, I can honestly say. And I hope everybody who's struggling out here in terms of miscommunications and relationships or in a situation shit, wanting it to be a relationship or whatever the case may be. I hope you find peace with it, man. Whether you decide to let it go, whether you guys decide to go ahead and make it work, whatever. 
I just hope everybody involved is actually satisfied with the decisions that you guys make together. Not that one person makes or, you know, one person tries to tell the other this is what's going to happen. No, you guys actually come to a mutual agreement exactly how you're going to do this because both lives are at stake and emotions are at stake. And nobody wants to get their emotions played with because that can lead to somebody doing something drastic because of their emotions being played with. Somebody can do something traumatizing because their emotions are played with. You just don't want to be the source of somebody acting out like that, you know? Understand what love is. And if that's something that you honestly are looking for, really do your homework. Get an understanding, know how to love, and do it properly, man. Do it properly. This your man, Trey Cray, signing off. Thank you to all that tuned in and listen. Street Politic and Podcast, man, we definitely on the come up. When we ride, it's all gas and it's no brakes. So remember, weekend, weekday, no matter where you at, no matter who you around, pop your motherfucking shit hood. I'm out, and I'll see y'all Friday. Peace.